Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Lynn. Thanks, Adano. All right, so LeBron and his oldest son, Bronny, might not have graced the same basketball court in an NBA game yet, but soon they're going to appear on the same basketball card. The one-on-one card features images of LeBron in his St. Vincent St. Mary's high school uniform and Bronny James in his USC Trojans jersey with dual on-card autographs from the father-son pair. It's going to be included in the 2023-24 Bowman University Chrome Basketball set of cards, and that's going to be released later this month. So if you're a card collector, or even if you're not, I feel like that's a cool one to look out for and try and get. Probably worth some money. Mm. Give uh, I saw the credit. commercial. There's a commercial for this. Um, yeah. yeah, and it's got a bunch of like famous other stars in it, and then it just kind of it starts and begins. It begins with like LeBron in high school, and it ends with him and Bronny, and yeah. But there's like a bunch of other athletes. Like Caitlin Clark is in the commercial. Um, who else am I missing? Oh, Ra- uh, Acuna Jr. from the Braves is in mm-hmm. the commercial. There's a lot of guys in the commercial. Lindsay, and who's the card company that's doing it? Bowman. Uh, it's Tops. Yeah, I mean, Bowman yeah, owns, Bowman, is yeah. owned by Tops. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Um, I got to give LeBron nothing but credit. You know, uh, for all the goofiness of, of what he said the other day about how Bronny could be playing for the Lakers right now, um, one thing about LeBron is he is helping his son create his own wealth. I mean, it's very easy if LeBron wants to say to Bronny, hey, here's you know $10 million, go have a nice life. But he is absolutely doing everything he can do to help Bronny create fame, and wealth, whether or not Bronny ever becomes an NBA superstar to be determined, uh, whether he ever makes millions and millions and millions of dollars as a player, we will find out. But at least in the short term, rather than just stroking the kid money, he's making the kid money. Way to go, Dad. Mm-hmm. If you give somebody a fish, they will eat for one day. If you teach them how to fish, they will eat forever. Right? That's what they guys. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Where so did you learn that one? Confucius. Confucius. Wait, wait. Of you. you guys yeah. have never heard that before? I've no, heard I'm it. just saying. I've heard it, yeah. but I don't oh, know that Bronny's learned how to fish yet. I don't really know. Well, he's teaching them how to fish. Is yeah. he really? I feel yeah. like it is a great analogy, is it not? Yeah. It is a good analogy. There you go. There you I go. mean, do you teach your kids to fish, Cappy? Um, I would like to teach my kids how to fish, but... Um, he doesn't even know how to fish. But, well, I'm, I'm actually quite the fisherman, I'll have you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Quite the fisherman. Like literal or figurative? Uh... Literal and figurative. Wow, Cappy. <laughs> yeah. Do you Maybe have, you should do a, a Cappy expedition with the circle or yeah. something. Yeah. Do you have any like taxidermy, like fish on your walls? I used to have one of those funny bass that you used to push the button and it would sing that song. The Billy Big Mouth. He was like, take me to the water. And the tail and the head Throw me in the river. That is like... So you need funny. to know. That's actually a better what you need to know than the tops card thing, to be honest with you. Cappy had a Billy Bass. Uh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino I'm Resort. Spa. One for Christmas. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Um, all right.
so l- let's get to this D'Angelo Russell stuff in on Twitter, okay? All right. Let so me a lot of people are on. like, like not arguing check. with us, but just mm-hmm. like trying to take up for him and his commentary. Why? And, well, because they're saying that we we perhaps could be taking out of context. It's just one snippet. And here's what I would say, okay? All I will say is this: when it comes to D'Angelo Russell, I am not making or basing at least my opinion off of one comment okay a snippet in a podcast okay Mm -hmm. i am telling you d'angelo russell who's a nice kid okay nice guy i mean he really is a sweet kid he's a sweet dude okay really nice but in professional sports and i mean i would say in any walk of life right it isn't just professional sports but let's just let's stick to professional sports for a second okay the book on him whether he likes it or not is he's a player who's played for a lot of teams, and there's a lot of people in the league who feel a certain way and feel similarly about him. And what he said in that snippet vibes with the way people already feel about him around the NBA. Now, he can either address that or not. He can deal with that or not. He cannot care, to be honest with you. That's on him. He's an adult. I respect that. He wants to do what he wants to do. He wants to play how he wants to play. He wants to live his life a certain way. Cool. I don't have an issue with any of that stuff. What I'm saying is that the book on him is... The opinion I have is not just based on the snippet. It's based on the book on him from not just players, coaches, organizations, front offices, etc. Well, I would say this to you, George. My opinion of this D'Angelo Russell soundbite, and we can play it for everybody, for anybody that doesn't know what we're talking about. Uh, we found this soundbite yesterday on D'Angelo Russell's it's podcast. It's his podcast that he yeah, launched which, eight hours uh, before yesterday, before we played it. Right. Now, and by whether the way, it was the time, ta- where it was taped or not, I don't know when it was taped. The point is it was taped. It had to have been taped somewhat recently. Right. You know? And and release. In fact, you know what? Before I give you this, can we reset this lens? Can you play this I'm for getting everybody? to my flow state in a pick and roll when it comes to the game. So if I can tap into pick and rolls and recognize how they guard me, it allows me to control the game because I can get to what I know is working or might not work. It's like playing the game within the game, but I'm in my space. I ain't just catching and shooting. Now I'm in y'all space. If I miss, y'all took me out the game. Y'all just took me out the game. If I'm missing, if that's all I'm doing is catching and shooting. But if I'm getting to do what I know I can do, which honestly... I feel like that's when I'm at my best, when I just have a roller and a shooter. Somehow, some way around me, just a roller and a shooter. You can put whatever else in the other two spots. See, that last part is the part that really bothered me, George. All I need is a roller and a shooter, and then the other two guys don't even matter. In fact, really, honestly, I'm so awesome that I can just play three on five, as long as it's me, a roller, and a shooter. Listen, I get I'm exaggerating, but what my opinion is based on here when it comes to D'Angelo Russell and the reason I think he's delusional is because, dude, you got to know who you play for, not with, for. LeBron James is the boss. Well, no, no, put that aside for a second. He's playing on a team that has championship expectations, okay? And he's not one of the main stars on the team. He is a role player on this team. And a role player has a job. And a role player has to play their role. And by the way, even the stars, to some extent, at least within each other, have to sacrifice a little bit, which means everybody, that's what it, how it works on a championship-level team. Well, 
this is not uh, a championship level piece of commentary. This is a Russell Westbrook selfish piece of commentary. Look, you may tell me you don't know basketball. You don't know what you're talking about. You've never played basketball. That's fine. That's fine, okay? I'll tell you something right now. Back in the old days, shirts and skins at the Jewish Community Center, I could ball on like eight-foot hoops. So don't tell me, all right? Listen, when it comes to being a team guy, D'Angelo Russell should ask himself this question. Where do I fit on this team at this time? And by the way, if you didn't think that your game was uh, works with this roster based on who this roster is built around, then perhaps, and I'm just saying perhaps, maybe he and his agent should have found a different place. So, look, it, what I'm getting at is this. My opinion is not based on that 30-second soundbite we heard. My opinion is based on last year, this whole storyline of if they use D'Angelo Russell off the bench, they will lose him. Correct. What is that? Like, like, listen, when Austin Reeves was projected to be a starter at the beginning of the year and then he comes off the bench, are we hearing Austin Reeves go on a podcast saying, you know, the Lakers, man, Darvin Ham, LeBron James, man, they don't know how to use me. I mean, I should be used in a certain way, and everybody else should work around me. And by the way, I need this guy, and I need this guy, and the other two guys don't even matter. Put Sedano and Cap on the floor. It doesn't even matter. It just comes off as sounding selfish and delusional. That's for all. Pl- for a player who has had trouble historically fitting in with a plan of attack. Right. That's not me saying that. That's what the people around the league say. Okay. That I, I I have spoken to. I'm not trying to disparage the young man. I'm telling you what people say about him. Well, listen, you are an insider. I am an outsider. You have observations from talking to people inside the league. I'm watching from outside the league. Here's what I can tell you. Okay. Um, D'Angelo Russell at times can get hot and score and yes. impact a game. Correct. And then there are a lot of other times, and I mean a lot, where D'Angelo Russell is not hot, D'Angelo Russell is not positively impacting the game, and for him to come out on a podcast, and I get it now, everybody wants to be Draymond, everybody wants to be a star, everybody's looking for a big media deal, everybody wants to be signed with their podcast, so if you don't say something outrageous, if you don't say something newsworthy, no one's going to pay attention. I get that. But all I'm telling you is, is that if you want to win, if winning is paramount, then you play your role. And it just doesn't sound like a guy who's happy enough with his role. So I got to go someplace else so that somebody can be, so, so that everybody can play my style. I'm an artist, okay? Basketball is art to me. And, and they're not letting me paint. Ridiculous. Do I sound like Ridiculous. an old man? Ridiculous. I kind of sound like an old guy, don't I? Yeah. I kind of sound really old, don't I? This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. I mean, do I? Do you guys I mean, think I sound like old now? I mean, like, Was that old. like an old guy thing to say? You are old, though. You yeah. know what I think was an old guy thing to reference? Tell me. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I love that? that bass. I'm buying you that for Christmas. <laughs> I love bass. bass. I've already looked on eBay. What do you mean, eBay? They don't have them like in like Walmart or something? No, I they mean, don't sell that stuff anymore. Come I don't on. Think. Yeah, those Somebody got to like sell 90s, that bass. Right? No, nobody sells the bass anymore. No. Somebody sells the it bass. It used to be one of those TV commercial yeah. things at first. <laughs> and like ever that one year, everyone got one for Christmas. Yeah. Um, Cappy, what are you going to do on price picks today? What are you thinking? Oh, let me tell you something. You and me in paradise. Oh, wait. That thing skipped. Let me tell you what I'm watching right now, George. I can't believe what I'm about to tell you. I'm watching the Toronto Maple Leafs against the New York Islanders. Oh, my God. That's so funny. You want to know what I'm watching? The same thing? No. The LA Kings and the Florida Panthers. Oh. Kings are leading 1-0, 16 minutes to go in the second period. Well, mine is just because I have ESPN on. Um, Mine is because I think I clicked my guide and I did have on that game on ESPN. I'm like, I'm not watching hockey right now. And then as I started to scroll on my guide, I saw the Kings at the Panthers, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to watch that game because, as you know, mm-hmm. I desperately want to get on the ice at a Kings game right. and scrape the ice with a shovel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. But I, I was watching, and I stayed watching this game, um, mostly because Austin Matthews, uh, you know, he's La Raza, Cappy. You know, he's a Mexican-American kid. One of the best players in Matthews is La Raza. You you didn't know this? No. Yeah, his mom is Mexican, bro. How would I know that? I mean, it's kind of like pretty well known. Who's he play for? Toronto Maple Leafs. Sorry, buddy. I don't watch the Toronto Maple Leafs, and I don't know that a guy named Matthews is La Raza. Yeah. He's one of the best players in the sport. Well, if his name was like uh, Matthewowitz, I'd be like, yo, that's my Hebrew brother. Right. And then you wouldn't know it. Well, his dad has, uh, you know, is American. Well, I didn't know that. His dad was a pilot. These are th- This is news to me. And by I the way, I assure you, 95% of the people listening, so you're doing a great job of teaching us something. 95? 95%. You Are you sure? 
um, with a plus or minus of two. So it What's could be up the, to yeah, 97, the, could be down the to error, 93. The margin of error there. Margin of error is plus so or So it could two. be up to 97% right. or down to 93 is what Correct. you're saying. Correct. That's right. Okay. That's right. I would go more people know than that. I Maybe I'm wrong, but I would go more than that. Mm. If we were doing prize picks, I'd go more. Oh, you would? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Cappy, mm. I saw that Beto had LeBron in uh, his picture that he sent you that you have to figure out. Do you want me to do the prize picks for you? Well, it really bothers me because I think what, what Beto tried to do to me tonight was just he tried to like you. he yeah. tried to play with me. Right. Yeah. Like he's like, Here, here's what I'm thinking about, but he didn't give me his definitive answers. Mm. <laughs> so it's kind of funny. What, he's, what do you let, let me ask you this? What do you like? Anthony Davis tonight, more or less than 28 and a half points. I'm going to go over more. Yeah, more. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. I mean, let's use the proper terminology. Yeah. Um, because they have Yusuf Nurkic and then a bunch of dudes, basically. Okay. What do you think about Durant tonight? More or less than 27 and a half points. More. Okay, and then Devin Booker, more or less than seven assists. That one's tough. Um, That's tough if, call. if the Suns are going to win, then I think Devin Booker needs to have more than seven assists. Okay. Lakers need to win this game. I mean, and I say it like that because, look, they they kind of squeaked by the Clippers. Good win. Okay, and the Clippers right. have beaten so the then Suns twice answer, in like the last week. But the reason week. I pose it that way to you is I, based on who you think is going to win – if, if you think the Suns are going to win, then Devin Booker needs to have more than seven assists. Okay, well, I think the Lakers are going to win. Okay. I think the Lakers need to win. I don't uh, think they're going to win today for some reason. You don't. I just got a bad feeling about it. Okay, I mean, the Suns, I, I've noticed, have lost to the Clippers twice in like the last week. You know, they've given up a lot of points also. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so... Yeah, they're just, they've only played five games. Um, I know technically six, but Beal only played three minutes. Because he got hurt again, but mm -hmm. uh, they've only played five games with their three guys, so I feel like they they're they're still a long way to go for them. Right, but what I'm getting at for tonight is is that the Lakers just got they got lucky that the Clippers missed that last second shot because mm -hmm. that ball was in. And I mean, came they out. played a you know that that Toronto game got a lot tighter at the end than you thought it was going to get. You know, right? And and remember the Toronto coach. What what's that guy's name? Darko Ryakovic. Right, that guy was brilliant in his post-game press conference when he was just ripping the referees. Yeah. And then they went to LeBron, and they're like, so LeBron, what do you think about the uh, disparity of the free throws in the fourth quarter? And LeBron looked up at the reporter, and he's like, um, well, they fouled a lot more than us. Yeah. By the way, LeBron has had some interesting moments here over the last couple of days, so let, let's dissect some of these. Let's go back to the game on Friday. I don't know if we have this audio, Lindsay, of when he was asked about Ricky Rubio, but they just got their ass kicked, right, by the Memphis Grizzlies in the fourth quarter. And one of my poor Latino brothers. Who, the he, hockey player in Toronto? Well, no, not him. Travis Matthews? Austin Matthews. Oh. But one, I don't know who the reporter was, but I, you know, clearly he has a, a Hispanic, you know, Latino accent. And at the end, like, you hear uh, the Lakers PR staff say, well, last question. And then they're like, oh, LeBron, last question. Sorry, uh, Ricky Rubio retired today. Well, here, let, me, let us play. Oh, play? do we have it? I have oh, it. We, oh, we yeah. have it with the question, so I, we'll just God, put, I feel put the so question so bad for this guy. It's so, so bad. I have no idea what happened here. Oh, yeah. Here's a question uh, not related to, to the game, if you allow me. Uh, Ricky Rubio announced uh, his retirement from the NBA yesterday. Uh, what do you think about the, the career that he has had uh, in, the, in the NBA? Um, 
I'm not really in the mood to answer that question, but I respect Ricky. Um, congratulations on a hell of a career. And uh, if, I don't see, if I don't seem sincere when you see this video, it's because we got our ass whooped again, and I apologize. So it was actually bad timing on the interviewer asking me this question. It's not me, Ricky. So congratulations. I felt so bad for that dude because the second he asked the question, I was like, I I was in the car, okay, listening to I believe Andy Kamenetsky was doing the post game that day, um, and I was going, no, don't do this, don't ask this question, like I was like, no, don't, don't, and then as soon as he asked, I'm like, oh, he's gonna give him some smart ass response. I could see this coming, and yeah. that's exactly what happened. What? Uh, how many years Ricky Rubio play in the NBA? A lot. How many years do you think? God, I want to say close to like 15 in that range. I think, I think 13. Has it been that many? Really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, I remember range. when he was drafted, and I remember like he was going to be like another, you know, uh, foreign sensation. And He was drafted uh, in 2009. Oh, wow. Zang. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah that's, he played that's 12 years in the league. Right. But he didn't, they didn't have his rights because he was still in Spain or whatever. Dude, he played against the Redeem team, against like Kobe, LeBron, yeah. Wade, and those guys yeah. like in that crazy, uh, you know, Olympics uh, and that crazy gold medal game. He was 17 years old and he was balling out back then. Yeah. Um, hmm. So anyway, so that kind of that 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 like I, I was man, I was driving home that day going like, no, I even like I text Trudell and McMiniman and I was just like, no, poor Ricky. Like poor that guy, I'm so upset for him. Like I was poor like, that poor. guy. Yeah, poor that guy. I don't know who he is, but I'm sorry that, that you is, asked that question. I dude. felt bad. Yes, uh, and then there was the other thing with LeBron about, and you know, we kind of saw this when Frank Vogel was here, like towards the end. And I'm not saying it's the end for Darwin, and I hope it's not. Okay, because I like Darwin, as we know, Coach Hamon. But. Um, you know, you did notice LeBron last week both had praise for Ty Lue and Eric Spolster in the same week, right? Like you saw that? Yep. That's yep. kind of like part of the <laughs> That's like in the in, in the manual, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, Just remember it's the same week that he said that Bronny could be playing for the Lakers. I mean, he's he's ripping everybody. I mean, it was like yeah, cuz he was asked about James Harden and the James Harden clip was like James Harden. He was like that's the T Lue clip. He got it got it right in 5 games, you know? Uh, and then, you know, Spo gets his contract, the richest contract in North American sports for a coach. And, you know, LeBron's like, every cent worth every cent. And I'm just like, oh, man, what are you? I mean, I get what he's doing. And I got no problem with him on the surface saying those things. But it's just like, you know, you know what's what people are going to think, you know, you know. Sure. Eric Spolster is an amazing story. I mean, really, honestly, oh, it is, is really an amazing you know, story, to, yeah. to get that contract, whatever it was, eight years and like 120 was million, yeah. Yeah. and to to be a guy, this, this should be proof to everybody. You do not have to be an NBA player. Um, Eric Spolster was not an NBA player. He was the, not. The coach he of the Miami in Dolphins. And he right. played in Europe. Yep. Yeah. The coach of the Miami Dolphins, not an NFL player. But if Sean you get, McVay, if you get Sean McVay, no, but I mean, he also comes from like football royalty. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got a whole football family background. No, I know, but he never played in the NFL. I understand. But what I'm saying is, though, is that like, Eric Spolster's dad worked in the NBA, though. Like, yeah, well, Sean McVay. Um, what did his dad do? I actually don't know that. He uh, was, I believe, either like an executive vice president or president of the Blazers at one point. But on the business side. Yeah, I was going to say, was he on the basketball side? It's just it's just an amazing story of, of a guy who didn't play who got in and then just worked his way up and was willing to start at yeah. the very, very bottom, you know? Yeah, yeah. 
Started at the bottom, now we're here. Yep, we here now. We, uh, we got to go because Slee was going to get mad that we're taking his oh, time. Don't, well, I know he's already mad at you about something else. About Jovan Buha. Right. I mean, that's what Chris says, at least. I don't believe that. Slee's my guy. But anyway, real quick, Cappy, before we go, I got to tell people about Next Gen. 